The Secrets of Stargate is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. You're listening to The Secrets of Stargate, episode 23. Janet West, Jackson has identified the seventh symbol. All right, here we go. We are about to try to make a connection. All we gotta do is bust out of here, commandeer the ship, and fly on home. Indeed. say that a lot. I know that this could be dangerous. But this is our job, right? It's what we signed on to do. It was never about going home. It's about getting us to where we're going. Hi, I'm Jack Berizzini, and you're listening to The Secrets of Stargate where we talk about the hidden meanings and deeper layers found in the Stargate movies, TV series, and more. And joining me today are Father Corey Stika. Hi, Father. How's it going, Jack? It's going well. And Lisa Jones. Hi, Lisa. Hey, Jack. And Victor Lambs. Hey, Victor. Hi, Jack. Today, we are discussing the second episode of Season 2, In the Line of Duty. While evacuating the village from Monty Python's Holy Grail from the gold, Samantha Carter is infected with a gold symbiont. She passes an examination by Dr. Fraser, and her cover is only blown when Cassandra detects that there is a gold within. After they capture the Sam Gould, she tells O'Neill that she is Jolinar of Melkshore, one of the Tok'ra, a rebel group of Gould who have rebelled against the system lords, and she will release Carter if they let her go free. Meanwhile, we learn that a severely burned victim from the evacuated planet turns out to be not so burned or much of a victim. He is an Ashtrak sent by the system lords to kill Jolinar. The Ashtrak uses his mood ring to Jedi mind trick his way into the SGC to kill Jolinar and almost succeeds but is double zatted by Teal'c before he can escape through the Stargate. Jolinar dies but he gives his life force to save Carter. <laughs> so uh, what were your thoughts on this episode, Father Corey? Well, this is, this is one, of course, it sets up a, a very... Popular, very re- commonly recurring, uh, I guess you could call them ally of the, of the Tauri. Um, they're, they're sometimes they're allies, sometimes they're, they're not happy with us because, you know, we go around blowing up, uh, blowing up you know, the system lords, and they don't like that when you do that because, you know, it destabilizes things and stuff. No, um, this, is, this is a good episode. I mean, it, it introduces the Tokra really well, and, and this won't be the last we'll hear either of a... Of a Jolinar. I just blanked out the name. Yes. This won't be the last we hear of him either, even though uh, obviously he died, but it will have a lasting effect for Sam. Nice. Going forward. Nice. So we've got the Jaffa and we've got the Tok'ra. When are we going to get the Midnight Smokers? <laughs> <laughs> what about you, uh, Lisa? What are your thoughts on this episode? Well, I look at it as it's it's Sam's turn, right? She gets mm-hmm. to get taken over by something. And uh, she couldn't just be normal about it. She had to get get taken over by, you know, a rebel, different, someone who's going to sacrifice for her. So, you know, just seemed fitting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> what about you, Victor? Um, I like this episode. It was uh, written by Robert C. Cooper, directed by Martin Wood, which is uh, kind of the Stargate dream team going forward Mm. in terms of writing and and directing so it's a classic stargate episode it opens with probably like the most action-packed opening of any stargate episode so far 
you know, there's a lot of uh, world building, mythology building going on in it. Um, you know, and it, it's it moves very, very quickly and it's a very enjoyable episode. Yeah, no, I liked it a lot. There were a few things I was wondering about, um, though, with uh, with the Ash track that's introduced, the hunters from the system lords, they never mm-hmm. really. They never really explain why he was there on that planet at that time if they were also attacking the planet. Yeah, like he had tracked him there and then maybe a different system lord had attacked. Yeah. Never really sure. But if he was sent by the combined system lords, you're right, it doesn't make much sense. Yeah, it <laughs> seems like you don't want to set your own guy on fire if you're that close to the target, which seems to just be Jolinar. Yeah. Yeah, there's, well, there's, there are a couple of things that don't make sense about this episode, but uh, go ahead, Father Corey. Yeah, I was going to say, but I mean, we can always just you default back to, you know, the system lords, uh, they might work together. Sometimes they, uh, they, they've got their own egos to, to uh, deal with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so they, Joel and R might have particularly t- ticked off one of them. And so he decided he wasn't going to wait for the, the assassin to do his job. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, so w- with the opening there, I at first I thought just based on the way the set design was that they were back on the Viking planet from the first season. Mm. So. Yeah, we get it. Yeah, I mean, it, you, you'll see that they kind of have the same sorts of villages yeah. that they use all the time. Um, you know, it's it's a recurring thing, at least uh, in SG-1 and then in Atlantis 2, where they keep winding up kind of in med- medieval Renaissance fair worlds. And they have like the same musical <laughs> hook that they play uh, whenever they go to one of those worlds. So it's it's kind of amusing. But yeah, this is their, uh, you know, eighth, ninth century planet, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. As, as you mentioned. Right. This goes through the whole... Uh... Like the the cycle you we get into with people being taken over by golds or by something, and you really think that they would beef up their screening protocols, and they talk about this in the episode. Like from now on, everyone has to get an MRI and an X-ray before we even let yeah. them in. And it's, yeah. I feel like that would have been that should be standard operating procedure. But at the same time, the the hunter guy he mm-hmm. got in through the human. I mean, he got in through the the top side of the mountain. So really security on both sides yeah. was not excellent. Yeah. yeah. So it's just kind of a recurring theme. Oops, somebody else got in, right? Exactly. And when you think about it too, the other thing that didn't make a lot of sense to me was if Cassandra had not detected the Gould in Sam, like Jolinar would have just gone through the Stargate, presumably gone into a host that was more willing, sent Sam back you know, would it yeah. still be alive and, you know, they wouldn't have mm-hmm. had all those dead uh, guards and stuff. So really a lot of this is on Cassandra. <laughs> <laughs> Blame the girl. Blame the little girl. Well, I think also, um, like, Jolinar makes himself out to be, like, on their side, but the very first thing he does is threaten to kill Cassandra, which kind of sets up the whole, you're not going to trust right. someone who starts off with that. If they had just went to General Hammond and said, hey, this is what happened, they might have had a better chance of establishing that trust mm-hmm. earlier on. Well, yeah, actually think about it. A gold takes over the host and they have the memories, everything of the host. So you would think, right, A, if they had everything that Sam knows, then they could have just 
done something with the computer and mm-hmm. spun up the Stargate and hightailed it out of there or mm-hmm. knew how to present an argument to, uh, you know, like you said, to General Hammond or somebody else. But the Toker assert themselves as completely different from the Gould. But right. as we get to know them better, they share some of the same traits. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. arrogance. Yeah. Yeah, and kind of having that long view in terms of thinking in centuries rather than, you know, the next week or two, like like humans do. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, that I mean, is it's... that is true, and we and we've seen cases where like the the host will relinquish control and allow, or you know, the ghoul will relinquish control and allow the host to speak. And in that case, it would have been easy for Sam to say, "Yes, Jolinar is different. Everything's cool here." But instead, Jolinar pretends to be Sam, saying, "Help me! Help me! Help me!" You know. So yeah. it doesn't engender trust. Another unforced error there. Well, it's one of those one of those great tropes of, you know, oh, we we really didn't trust you humans. So we had to check you out first. Never mind. I'm in your jail and I could have gotten out of your jail <laughs> yeah. very quickly if I had just put a little bit of trust in you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely knew you get a lot of that. Um, I like uh, I like the effect they do with the burn the burn guy because he does the whole gold regeneration thing and they just get the whole cast to light up. But that was mm-hmm. cool. Because I guess he swallowed his ring, and so it was. Oh yeah, yep. In his belly, and it lit up his belly and healed him, and then he choked it up and put it on his hand. Is that thing exactly uh, like the newer, sleeker model of that big, huge, like hand bracelet Infinity Gauntlet thing that they had in the past? (laughs) Device, yeah. The extreme killing someone device. Yeah. But I mean, that gets back to like, I have a recurring nightmare where I'm swapped out with a person with bandages on their face and nobody knows it's me. So yeah, no, I don't. Really, I mean, that was, that was kind of, I mean, that was kind of dark there, but at least he's at least, uh, whatever his name was, Dr. Carter or Dr. Uh, whatever his name was, was okay. Yeah. It wasn't Dr. Warner. Doctor, <laughs> nope. No, it wasn't Dr. Warner. <laughs> oh, speaking of doctors, do you realize this is the first episode we get Doc Frazier's first name? Oh, nice. Really? Oh, that's right. Yeah. She's officially Janet now. <laughs> nice. And even that's right. They never mentioned, they mentioned, never mentioned her name till this. That's funny. Yeah. I never, I didn't notice it until I read it and I was like, oh, I guess you're right. That's funny. <laughs> I do also think that, uh, so when, uh, Sam comes in to see Cassandra and she tells her how good her painting is, I feel like for her age, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's <not> that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and she's she's finger painting and she's like, what, 10 or 11 or, yeah. or 12 now? And she's like, yeah, my teacher says I have talent. And I was like, well, when's your teacher going to give you a brush? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're just grading on a curve since she's from yeah. another planet. She is from, yeah, yep. she's yeah. probably new to painting. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> but I like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, another discrepancy. How come Cassie can sense the gold? And Teal'c can't. Because Teal'c doesn't have Naquita in his blood. Right. But in a couple of seasons, we discover... Oh, that, that he can, yeah. That he can. All Jaffa can. So it's hmm. one of those early things that they tweak and change later. Yeah. But we, we've seen that Teal'c kind of like likes to prank SG-1 by not mentioning, <laughs> like, very relevant. Like, yeah. we're on a, we're on a we're on a starship, you know. Things like that, just not yeah. bringing it up. Yeah. 
Absolutely. You didn't ask. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he doesn't say much, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's also a, with the, uh, the device that kills uh, Jolinar, that, that part really did not make a lot of sense. Like that, that whole resolution with Jolinar being killed by the hand thing and then the ash track going back and him, him getting killed, which made sense because he was doubles added. Um, mm-hmm. But so he's dead and then he's not dead. Like, why don't you just shoot him in the head with a, a primitive human weapon? I feel like that would have been a quicker way to take care of that. Not not painful enough is the only I thing guess. I can think. Yeah, yeah. like a, like a slow agonizing death, death yeah. for the symbiote would probably be what the system lords would deem. True. You know, worthy for oh, yeah. a traitor. Got to go the Bond villain route. Mm-hmm. No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. <laughs> <laughs> um, so with Daniel Jackson, uh, he's got kind of a kind of a subplot in this episode with the, uh, the woman from the planet. And it almost seemed like they were kind of moving towards uh, like a romantic pairing for them. Like they kind of bond over the fact that both their spouses were taken by the gold and they, they moved through that, but then nothing ever really comes of it. I was kind of, I was kind of expecting to, yeah, there to be something. About it, her husband just died. Yeah. Like, but it's a TV show. So yeah. Ten minutes ago. <laughs> Plus if you notice, yeah, they, do, they do play it that way. Yeah. Yeah. But if you notice, Daniel's the only one bringing Sam flowers. Ah, oh. yeah. So that's that's more evidence in the uh, in the Daniel Sam no. ship department. Sibling, <laughs> <laughs> brother, sister, <laughs> and he gets the uh, gets the emotional manipulation hook here from Jolinar with um, him saying that they can bring back Share and he knows where he is or where she is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so it'll be interesting to see how or if that gets paid off, because I don't know yet. So <laughs> you want a spoiler? Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. I'll find out soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing, one little um, I know this is usually your thing, Victor, but the woman who played Talia. Do you mm-hmm. know where you've seen her before? Uh, no, she was on the Waltons. Oh, really? Yeah. She played Mary Ellen. Oh, goodness. Red hair. Wow. You know, the, the daughter, Mary Ellen. Yeah. I just, <laughs> the whole thing, I kept thinking, man, she looks so familiar. I used to love the Waltons when I was a kid. So. Yeah, Judy Norton time, so. Yeah, same here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I never watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Good night, John Boy. Really? Okay. Good night. <laughs> I know the line or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The reference, I think, from Family Guy. But uh... there you go. Or uh, or Christmas Vacation. I think they do it there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They. uh... So kudos to them for for trotting out a word like uh, Tokra and then like not giving it the definition right away. You know, it means resistance, but also it actually means like against Ra. So these were the Gould who stood against Ra and the the system Lords. But Hmm. I don't think they mentioned that in this episode. I think it's later on. And so, um, you know, kudos to them for not like saying, Oh yeah, we're the Tokra, you know, that means against Ra because we fight against Ra and the system Lords. So I thought that was a nice touch shake or anything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, there's a lot of, I feel like, um, the way you make a gold name is you just, 
type some letters and then you hit apostrophe somewhere. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> that would be it. <laughs> yep. I, I like that line. We don't carry identification. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The ring is, is called a Harakesh. And so he mentions that in this episode, you know, um, like, you know, behold the power of this fully operational Harakesh. <laughs> yeah. So. I do like that they're introducing gold who are not quite as evil slash kind of good because it expands upon them being just like one dimensional villains. Yeah. And, and a little bit later on, we'll get another very good Tokra character who becomes a, a regular uh, recurring character on the show, too. Nice. Yep. Mm hmm. I did. I did like the way they set up how the Tokra normally get their hosts, right? To mm -hmm. to join with a human who's dying, and I thought that was a really nice, um, you know, setup because you know that's going to come into play, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. For later, who who wants to who wants to be a host? Yeah. 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 You get who wants to be a millionaire? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit like the. Uh... The trail from a Star Trek, but it seems like the gold are more the in control mind, and it's less of a like a symbiosis there. At least that's how it's been played mm -hmm. so far in the show. The gold, yes. The Tokra, yeah. no. Hmm. Yeah, the, the Tokra will switch back and forth. So mm -hmm. two people sharing one body. Yep, and they settle on using the gold voice and and the human voice to really denote who's in control. So ah, nice. they'll do that more later on. I did notice with the uh, the effect that they do for uh, Sam's eyes when she's a when she's a gold like it they it was very different from the way they've done it in the past like it was a lot less like brilliant and I wonder if they did that to kind of at the beginning before you knew the twist to give you like some sort of questioning of that because they immediately show it as soon as she gets gets the parasite in her. Mm -hmm. It seems like kind of a visual cue. Yeah, I'm trying to think when they introduce the Tok'ra later on, I don't think they keep doing the eye thing. Hmm. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. No, I they just they switch will... voices. They yeah. just, they, like you said, they just switch voices between the human and gold voice. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I really feel like in this episode they were setting it up. I mean, they were setting up all that tension and worry. And, you know, we've, we've had Share, we've had Skara, we've had, you know, all these characters, Kowalski, you know, who they haven't been mm -hmm. able to save. And then now you've got you know, one of your four main characters. Mm -hmm. uh -oh. Well, you know, like what now are we going to suddenly learn how to get a gold out of a person and save them or, or what, yeah. you know? So it was kind of a nice twist that it was a Tokra and that she saved, she died and saved Sam. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At mm -hmm. the same time. Yeah. No. It would have been an interesting choice on their part if they would have, uh, allowed the Tokra to remain in Sam for, you know, a couple of episodes or something. And they had to try to kind of figure that out and then had this happen. That would have been kind of an interesting twist to this, but yeah. yeah. If they'd made this episode, if they'd done the storyline in a modern show, this would be like a season long arc. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah we're very dark. Oh, nobody knows. Yeah. And it's, it, <laughs> yeah, it would have been very annoying. It's like, I hate it when they do that on shows now and they think they're being clever by having like the audience yep. knows somebody's evil, but nobody else does. And it's pretty obvious that everybody else would know that something's up. But yeah, mm -hmm. it would have been just exactly. like a 
Ash Tyler and in Discovery. Yeah, exactly. Like a season long mm-hmm. back and forth thing, and she probably would have killed killed people with her bare hands or something really horrible. Mm-hmm. Yep. Instead, she just insults Teal within the first like ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but I I can't I can't hold this in any longer. We get like one of the funniest jokes in this episode too. <laughs> so like when when Doctor Gould is uh, infiltrating the uh, the base, right? And and Doctor Gould he's wearing his, his doctor coat, and he jumps in and and he says, "Excuse me, Airman." And the the you know generic random Airman guy number one turn around and goes, "Yeah, Doc, what's up?" <laughs> nice like bugs buddy yeah yeah doc what's up so i just thought that was a nice uh i didn't catch that it's awesome a nice touch yeah <laughs> nice there's lots of that and when he jumps into the the truck it's like who are you john adams you know you're not yeah. john. john so there's there's a lot of like t1000 in in the the um ashrack here you know it's just mm-hmm. kind of like you know have you seen this boy are you john connors you know that sort of thing yeah. so yeah <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah and no, we get a lot of that <laughs> so were we supposed to feel bad for Jolinar dying I'm not sure I think you're supposed I, to see like it's kind of like oh look he would have actually let her go in the end yep. yeah, that like, kind of thing oh y'all made a wrong choice kind of thing I think we're supposed to feel bad that Sam feels bad, but we haven't seen enough of Sam's agency in dealing with the, you know, possession of, by the ghoul and stuff. And if it, if they had actually had her come out and say, no, Jack, you know, you have to listen mm-hmm. to to Jolinar. He's telling you the truth. Don't hurt him. Don't let anything bad happen to him. He can be he can help us. And then Jack still went ahead and like let Jolinar die. Then then I think that would have been more effective at the end, you know, instead of just. Mm-hmm. You know, why is Sam sad? You know, like, we don't really know. And and it's not like they spend the next episode like they would in a show now with Sam just like sitting around moping mm-hmm. and talking about why she feels so bad. But yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, we, we get a few. We just jump right back in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a while yeah. for us to deal with uh, the fallout from Jolinar. Yeah. Like, I think most of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, another funny moment <laughs> or moment that made me laugh, at least, is uh, when Daniel runs into the gate room and sees the Ashrak who he recognizes from the hospital and goes, hey, I know you. He's immediately yeah. taken hostage. Yeah. Says, oh, geez. <laughs> and that just that, oh, geez, is a very Daniel reaction. Yeah. That sounds like a nod again. Yeah. Yeah. Making well, I love the. Yeah. So, I love the. Sorry, Daniel. Zap. Yeah. yeah. And he's in there flopping around like a fish. <laughs> Thank you. I think. Yeah. yeah. Never do that again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this also throws the whole just check them behind the neck and make sure they're not a gold thing out the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to like, um, like say ah and and look in their mouth too. I guess. Yeah. How long do those medicals take? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. They just need like a. One of those airport TSA scanners that can just x-ray you. Check and see that. Yeah, exactly. Just walk through it with your arms up. Yeah. Yep. Oh, funny. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of a... Oh, okay. I was 
going to say the yeah, does kind of they do make a distinction about that eventually of how the the Gwaul because they do it by force they come in from the back in the Tokra because they do it willingly they come in through the ah, mouth. Ah, interesting. That's right. Okay. I forgot. They do eventually make that distinction that it's is a conscious choice of of the Tokra to do it that way because it's willing usually. Except in this case. Yeah. Yeah. All I say is uh buy me a couple of drinks first, right? So <laughs> no. Um, uh yes, yeah, another nice bit. Uh Frazier <laughs> rides in on the cart with Sam when they're wheeling her into the operating theater to to prove out just mm. like how core how hardcore a doctor she is. She's just like she coasting out on the cart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at the grocery store she's sometimes. So small, yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course, all she makes you realize how tall the rest of them are, because she looks tiny yeah. in the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> they also, uh, I feel like you'd want to get some, uh, do like a blood transfusion on uh, Cassandra and get that Anakuda blood and put it in like a handheld and just scam people. Yeah. That'd be good. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm just checking my notes here. The man's wife oh. says, okay, so, so the wife in the hospital said that her husband had a strange scar on the back of his neck. Uh, and that was yep. a few months ago, so didn't come in through the mouth then. Myth well, busted. He, he was the. No, he was the the, the token. Yeah, oh, he was yeah, the good. Right. Yeah, but it was also not willing either. So I think it was. Oh, okay. Uh, just opportunity. Yeah, they kind of. We should do a secrets of supernatural too, because this is kind of how they like, you know, do the difference between like demon and angel possession in that show and stuff, you know, kind of that the host is wailing and stuff. Yeah. Nice. Do that after uh secrets of um, Hercules. Yeah. Secrets of Hercules. Secrets of Andromeda. Yes. Uh, Nightman. Oh boy. I'm cop. <laughs> so- Cleopatra so twenty five twenty five for this, huh? <laughs> yeah, well, if we do supernatural, that'll take us like seven or eight years just to get through all fifteen seasons of that. So, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Father Corey, did you have uh, anything else to add? Well, you know that that that, that little hand device—it'd be pretty cool for having X-rays. You know, just be able to do the X-rays where it just shows you right on the surface of the skin. You don't even have to worry about you know a machine yeah. or anything. You just zip it over them, and that take care of everything. And then, boy, they've got really advanced uh, EEG machines, electrocardiogram machine or electro EEGs, uh, brain pattern yeah. scanners, because it could do it could do two of them at the same time. You know, never mind they wouldn't have anybody to test this on, but it can break yeah. them out into two. So that's pretty advanced. Mm-hmm. They use the two, Apple Watch. Two, two brains in one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they might have. What about you, Lisa? Well, we haven't we haven't talked about the elephant in the room, and that is Jack Sam's ship. Right? The yeah. moment was nice at the end when, you know, Sam's in trouble or, you know, there, there's trouble in the gate room. Teal runs to the gate room, but Jack stays with Sam. That's right. Mm-hmm. And he called her Sam. Yeah. Oh, I Which he oh. never does. Yep. Yeah. Regulations and all that. Yeah. And she called him Jack, but when there, it was Joel and R, so that doesn't count. Right. So mm-hmm. we just had a lot of concern from him on this one. And then the uh, using her first name. That was that was big. But yes. did he bring her flowers? I think not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I rest my case for her parent, for her dad. 
right? Her dad called him up and said, hey, would you bring my daughter flat? That's exactly right. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. I think we'll need to do a debate episode. <laughs> yeah. Where you each present your There you cases. go. Yeah. <laughs> that could be fun. I like this idea. Yeah. And so, like I said in the beginning, Carter, uh, of course, she gets taken over by a kick butt Tokra, right? Not just your average Gould, but, you know, one of those who's a rebel, blew things up, you know, yeah. saved her race, sacrifices herself. And I keep saying her because, you know, we find out that she originally came from a woman. So mm-hmm. she has lots of girl memories. Ah. And, uh, so, you know, can't Sam just can't be normal. It's awesome. Yeah, I was worried when you said we have to talk about the elephant in the room. And I was like, that's not a nice thing to say about Sam, considering that elephant <laughs> tranquilizer that they yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> that they hit her with. But, nice. but and you see the way she hit Jack? That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yep. she, yeah, that was a really good scene, too. That was a really good tense scene. Yeah. I just want uh, one of those like Che Guevara style T-shirts now with uh, Sam. It says Tokra on it. <laughs> yeah there you go it's probably on Etsy. <laughs> probably <laughs> what about you victor um no i really like this episode the only other thing i would say is that it gets points for uh mentioning mayborn but points taken away for not actually putting mayborn in the episode that would have been fun mm. yeah yeah <laughs> but it would have added another layer of complexity it probably didn't need yeah but you would have gotten to see mayborn yeah mm, his scenes are always fun all right well before we go we'd like to take a moment to thank our patrons who make it possible for us to create the secrets of stargate including alan p doreen m randy s andrew p and cody their generous donations at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue the secrets of stargate and all the shows at starquest you can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give be sure to follow the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or on the SQPN YouTube channel. To find previous episodes of Secrets of Stargate and to send feedback, please visit sqpn.com stargate. You can email us at stargate at sqpn.com or follow StarQuest on social media at facebook.com starquestmedia or on Twitter at sqpn. You can also join the StarQuest fan club mailing list by texting StarQuest to 66866. Send StarQuest to 66866. We'll be back next time when we'll be discussing the next episode of SG-1, Prisoners. Until then, Father Corey, thank you for joining me and sharing the secrets of Stargate. Thank you, Jack. Lisa Jones, thank you as well. Thanks, Jack. And Victor Lambs, thank you too. Thanks, Jack, I think. (laughs) And once again, I'm Jack Berzini. Thank you for listening to The Secrets of Stargate on StarQuest. Anyway, I'm sorry, but that just happens to be how I feel about it. What do you think?